What's up, guys? Welcome to Lockdown Universe. Thanks for joining the show. I just wanted to send a huge shout out to anybody who has donated. I appreciate you guys. It helps make the podcast and it's brought to you by donations. So uh, it makes it easier for me to research. It takes a lot of time to research these topics and bring them to you. So uh, especially these unique stories, um, they're hard to find and they're giving, getting more and more difficult to find. So if you're able to donate, would really appreciate it. Make the show a lot better and uh, allow me to get some better equipment. So until then, enjoy the show, guys. Take care. Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today... I hope you guys are doing well. I wanted to talk to you about the 1st Earth Battalion. Now, I've done podcasts about, you know, Manu Goats and different different things like that. But Jim Chanahan is the champion and pioneer and creator of this 1st Earth Battalion. He is the guy that basically <laughs> Jeff Bridges plays in the movie Manu Goats. Now, he wrote a 125-page um, book basically about uh, how to create this first earth battalion so you remember in the movie and hopefully you guys have seen the movie if you haven't you guys got to see it it's it's great but um, in the movie Jim Chanahan what he does is he he gets the government to pay him to basically go out and find more information about how to become a psychic spy and how to um, you know, build a different type of military. So, if you if you look up Jim Chanahan um, or First Earth Battalion, you'll you'll get a lot of information. Um, he was a military officer. Um, he was a lieutenant colonel, so he's pretty high up there. Um, he's also been called a New Age futurologist. He's also a business consultant, um, and he's also you know he's a little bit out there. Okay, and I mean, I mean. He, you have to be for to be able to convince the government to give you money to basically go kind of explore the hippie movement to go explore you know the new age um, ideologies that were out in the 70s um, and to kind of create something brand new that's never been heard of before right so <clears throat> so what did he do <clears throat> well if we look at the first earth battalion um, his idea was to create a new military of super soldiers to become warrior monks, to be organized along the New Age lines. So, in the movie, right, we have him exploring, getting into hot tubs with people, talking about their experiences, maybe talking to people who've had near-death experiences, right? Try to gain all of, all of the information that he can to create this idea. So he believed the army could basically, basically could be the principal moral and ethical uh, power of the world, that they, their politics could harmonize Earth together. And he, he declared that the 1st Earth Battalion um, could be the primary allegiance uh, in moving forward with this New Age ideology. So Channon envisioned that the 1st Earth Battalion would organize itself informally have uniforms without uniformity, structure without status, and unity powered by diversity. 
The members would be multicultural, with each race contributing to, quote-unquote, rainbow power. He also proposed as a guiding principle that members of the 1st Earth Battalion seek non-destructive methods of conflict resolution because their first loyalty is to the planet. So, in his book, he has a lot of different diagrams and writings about how to accomplish this. He adopted the term warrior monk for those who were going to join this 1st Earth Battalion. If you remember the scene in Men Who Stare Goats where um, Jeff Bridges takes... Uh, a bunch of flowers, right? And he sticks it like in uh, in his his superior's face, and he gives them out to to all these other officers in the room. Well, that's exactly what Jim Chanahan's pioneering spirit was about. He he wanted to have these uh, messengers go out to indigenous areas with indigenous music and indigenous flowers. Uh, to show them that they were part of their land, part of their spirit, um, and to not make war, right? So let's say the U.S. had a conflict with uh, maybe a small a small country in Africa or a small country in Europe or, or wherever, or South America, um, and they wanted to resolve that conflict. They would send these soldiers, but they're not soldiers, right? They're psychic, psychic monks, they're warrior monks, with these indigenous flowers and they would have speakers that would play indigenous music as they approached any any uh, military might. Now it might seem crazy, but in the realm of New Age, you have to remember that these individuals had powers that were unheard of prior to their experience in it, in exploring them. So, you know, they really thought that they had the capability of what they call remote influence, remote influencing the minds of these these leaders of, of the military, of countries, and that they could actually influence their thoughts. In one of the programs, uh, the actual psychic spy programs like Center Lane, Grow Flame, all those, they actually had attempted to infiltrate Saddam Hussein's uh, core uh, cabinet, the military cabinet, and during one of their meetings, they knew when they were going to have a meeting, and they sent in one of the best re- remote viewers, Joseph McMonagall, to try to remote influence and see what was going on inside of this uh, meeting to try to gain intelligence, right? So what they did is they had Joe actually look through Saddam's eyes and see what was going on inside of this room. Sound, this might sound far-fetched, but it's well-documented. Um, Joe stated that he was able to look through Saddam's eyes. He was able to see who was in the room, mark out power players and, and label them, and see what was going on. He was also tasked with trying to remote influence Saddam's decision-making to try to make him not commit war atrocities and to try to reduce his military might. Um, they had limited success with this. That was in the 80s, right? In the 70s, <clears throat> when Jim Chanahan was out trying to do his exploration and learn more about uh, this 1st Earth Battalion, they thought that the potential for actual remote influencing was still available. In the 80s, they found out that they weren't having a lot of success, and that's as far as we really know. They might have had actual success later on, but we haven't. that information hasn't been declassified, so we don't know if they've had success with remote influencing or not. But in the 70s, 
the potential was there. And so that's, that was part of Jim's philosophy was that they might be able to influence through psychic capabilities, through these, um, these acts of kindness, these acts of, uh, camaraderie, um, presenting these ceremonial flowers, presenting, uh, indigenous music and showing that they are like one another. Um, their credo, um, according to the book Mind Wars by Ronald McRae. Now, Mind Wars is also the title of uh, a Joseph McMonagall book, which is interesting. Uh, but according to Mind Wars by Ronald McRae, each member of the 1st Earth Battalion would be sworn to uphold a credo of high commandos and guerrilla gurus. So these, these statements are part of their credo. I have the capacity and therefore the duty to contribute to the development of myself, my associates, and our planet simultaneously now. The second is I will organize a self-supporting high commando group that will create and perform evolutionary breakthrough actions on behalf of people and planet. One people, one planet. The third is I will then pass on this concept to others who are capable of generating further self-organizing commando teams. And the fourth is, I will await the time when my group can connect naturally with others at higher and higher levels of awareness and performance. The national, or the nat, not the national, I'm so used to the national, the natural guard. See, he started to rename military groups to have a more informal and kinder natural presence, um, which we can talk about later. But... Let's talk about these credos. So the first one is I have the capacity and therefore the duty to contribute to the development of myself. That's what we kind of talk about on my podcast a lot is talking about ascension, right? A, a duty to yourself to ascend spiritually, emotionally, um, mentally. And, and that's why we're all here, right? We're all trying to gain knowledge, to gain experience, to raise our, 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 our level of, vib of vibration, our spiritual vibration to a higher level. If we stay at a lower level of vibration, we're, we're, we're thinking about the material world and we're thinking about gaining capital and we're thinking about, you know, lower level pieces of being. When we're talking about raising our ascension, raising our, our level of awareness, spirituality, compassion, kindness, understanding, putting ourselves in other people's shoes, then we raise our wisdom. We raise our capability to give knowledge and wisdom to others. So um, he talks about organizing a self-supporting high commando group that will create and perform evolutionary breakthrough actions on behalf of people and planet. One people, one planet. So I guess the question is, what does he mean by evolutionary breakthrough actions on behalf of people? people and planet. Now, actions means to act, right? In my mind, I'm thinking you have to go out and act, but he might have, he might have meant a different, a different path. Um, he's talking about evolutionary breakthrough actions through a self-supporting high commando team. Now, if I'm thinking high commando, I'm thinking physically fit, capable of military might, but again, right, this is kind of going against violence right his his whole philosophy 
was to eliminate violence. So I think he wanted to organize a group of people who was physically capable, but also mentally capable of performing these breakthrough actions on behalf of people and planet. And to really gain the capability to have the knowledge, have the wisdom, have the capability of giving this knowledge to another species, not species, another, another group of people from another country takes wisdom. It takes experience. You have to have a really educated commanding officer and group in order to facilitate nonviolence. You got to remember, we're living in a violent world where violence rules the land, right? Look at Russia and Ukraine right now. So the goal of, of this project is admirable in time, but resolution right now is still military might. And that's, that's the frustrating thing. Um, and let's go to the third, the third credo. I will then pass on this concept to others who are capable of generating further self-organizing commando teams. So they wanted to spread this out throughout the world. You know, this, this particular ideology that he created wasn't necessarily for the government. You know, it was for the government, but he was kind of creating it for himself and for an ideological movement. Um, because eventually it would go out past the United States. It would go out into South America, go into Russia, it would go into the U Ukraine, Europe, um, you know, and, and other areas in China. So that was, that was the goal really was to develop a, a, a earth first battalion, not just a countries against countries, but to develop a full worldwide military that was based on saving, saving the planet, saving people, not dis destruction, right? Ide I, ideally, um, and then the fourth credo was, I will wait uh, until a time when my group can connect naturally with others at, a, at higher and higher levels of awareness and performance. So when we're talking about higher and higher levels of performance, then we're talking about, you know, higher psychological levels of, of being, right? We're talking, talking about like remote viewers. We're talking about empathy. We're talking about being able to feel uh, your connectedness and your connection and your your healing capabilities to other cultures. So this is getting into a totally different area um, that he wanted to to drive military towards. So I'm going to leave it there because there's a lot more to the story, and I want to give that an allowance of time in another podcast. He talks about how to how he wants to create an army of light. He wants to create. Uh, a lot of other factions that would be part of this First Earth Battalion. So we could talk a little bit more about that in another podcast, but I will leave it at that for today. Hopefully you guys enjoyed kind of reviewing some of those concepts that Jim Chan had created. Um, and then we can talk a little bit more about, you know, the government's reception upon that and kind of how it correlates to the movie and um, kind of see what happened from there. Obviously, we're still in a militaristic state of... Uh, interaction with other countries so um we haven't quite gotten to where jim janet wanted to be but there's always the future so 
we will take a look at that uh, tomorrow and we'll get into it a little bit more in depth. So hopefully you guys have a great day. Enjoy your day, evening, uh, and uh, hopefully you guys are following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, taking care of your physical, spiritual, and emotional health. And as always, continuing to question the universe around you. Do something enjoyable this weekend. I'll bring you guys a podcast this weekend as well. We can talk a little bit more about uh, some of the unique topics that we talk about here at Lockdown Universe. So until next time, take care and Lockdown Universe out.